Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, January 16th. On this date in 1920, prohibition began in the U.S. as the 18th Amendment took effect. The 21st Amendment would eventually repeal it. And on this date in 2003, Space Shuttle Columbia took off for the last time. The mission would end in tragedy that February 1st with the death of its seven crew members. And here's your morning trivia question. On this date, all the way back in 27 BC, the Roman Empire named its first emperor. Do you know who it is? I'll tell you in just a couple of minutes, but first, let's head over to the First Alert Weather Center for a look at that forecast. Well, good Tuesday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine with a look at your weather, starting out with a fair amount of clouds out there. Temperatures mild in the 50s, but we won't warm up a whole lot today with clouds around. And the chance of scattered showers will go up this morning into this afternoon, then back down this evening. High temperatures today in the upper 50s to around 60. And we turn cold as all this gets out of here tonight. Overnight lows in the upper 20s, chilly on our Wednesday at 47. Then we warm up for a couple of days in the low 60s Thursday and Friday before a cold front comes another one and that one's going to drop us down in the mid 40s for high Saturday and Sunday with a morning low all the way down to 21 on Sunday morning. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Several low country distilleries say changes to liquor sales in our state could mean a big boost in business. Our Molly McBride spoke with several local spots and tells us more about what they're hoping for. Bill H-4231 passed in a House subcommittee last week and is headed to the full committee later this week. It would allow counties and municipalities to hold a referendum to let voters decide whether or not to allow stores to sell liquor on Sundays and allow micro distilleries, which are defined in the bill as manufacturers that ferment and distill on site, to sell liquor on Sundays automatically. I spoke with the co-owner of Beyond Distillery, Ryan Sadis, who tells me they're actually closed on Sunday because without being able to sell liquor, it's not worth the price of being open. He says a huge part of their business is holding tastings, which are often filled with tourists who are primarily around on the weekends. It's such a tourism-driven business, and without having Sundays, those are the days that people are off, those are the days that people travel, and it would really be helpful for people to be able to not just come here, see what we're doing, but also be able to purchase products while they're here. One of the bill's sponsors says after a full committee later this week, it'll be debated on the House floor before repeating the entire process in the state Senate. A long journey ahead, but a journey Sadis and several other distilleries say they'll be watching closely. In the newsroom, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. A judge is dismissing a lawsuit looking to reinstall the John C. Calhoun Monument in downtown Charleston. Now, that statue was taken down in June of 2020 following a unanimous city council vote. It was a month after George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. This dismissal comes after the judge ruled the group suing over the statute's removal don't have any standing to bring the suit forward. The groups had cited the Heritage Act, which protects certain monuments, but the judge says it does not apply to this case. The groups have filed a request to have that ruling reconsidered. Convicted killer and disbarred Lowcountry attorney Alec Murdoch will be back in the courtroom today as part of his efforts to get a new trial. Murdoch will attend a status hearing overseen by former state Supreme Court Justice Gene Toll as he fights for a retrial, claiming the jury in his original case was swayed by Colleton County Clerk of Court Becky Hill. 
This all comes ahead of a January 29th hearing where Murdoch's attorneys will be able to provide what evidence they have to back up those jury tampering claims. Today's hearing is set to begin in Columbia at 9.30 a.m. This week, Charleston County will be sharing a first look at its climate action plan recommendations. If you live in the county, you'll be able to learn more about the sustainability plan for the future. Live Eyes' Destiny Kennedy joins us live in Charleston. So, Destiny, what do county officials hope to actually happen by holding this virtual meeting? Katie Shelby, this climate action plan will address challenges like rising temperatures and flooding, which affect the quality of life here in Charleston. During Thursday's virtual meeting, county officials will discuss their plans towards a sustainable Charleston. Back in 2021, Charleston County Council began to prioritize sustainability by voting to adopt a climate action resolution and hiring a sustainability expert. One of the priorities in the climate action resolution Solution is to push for a community-based integrated climate action plan. The plan includes community feedback and recommendations on how the plan, how they plan to meet their greenhouse gas emission reduction goals. Carbon dioxide makes up the majority of greenhouse gas production globally. And according to the International Panel on Climate Change, the concentration of greenhouse gases, including carbon, is increasing and changing the global climate by intensifying the natural greenhouse effect, which determines the Earth's climate. The results are weather, weather events like increased flooding, droughts, hurricanes, and hotter temperatures. The draft climate action plan hopes to reduce the quantity of greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide in order to lessen these effects. The virtual meeting will take place Thursday via Zoom at 6 p.m. To find the link to register, go to this web story at live5news.com. Reporting live in Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. We continue to follow breaking news from our first alert desk. A fire in a three-story home in the heart of downtown Charleston. Fire officials tell us they now have that blaze under control. Let's bring in our Autumn Klein. She's live from the scene. Autumn, it looks like I can see those flashing lights behind you. Despite that fire being under control, still a large presence out there. What are you seeing? Yeah, I just arrived on scene just a few minutes ago, and it is still a pretty active scene. If you guys can see behind me, there are several police cars still here in at least five fire trucks. I'm going to step out of the way so you guys can kind of get an idea of what I'm looking at. We are here near Halsey Boulevard in Wentworth Street. And right now we do know that crews responded around 2.30 this morning. They said that the fire is in a residence. They said it was in a three-story home. The fire department called the fire significant. However, they told us it is under control at this time. Um, now, I know what you guys can see right now, this is on Halsey Boulevard and near Wentworth Street, but on the other side on Bar Street, Bar Street is actually closed and there are about three fire trucks over there right now. So this is all the information right now that we have, but we will continue to update as we learn more. Back to you guys. Thanks for that update, Autumn. If you need a place to get out of the cold that Joey mentioned earlier, you're in luck. Holy City Missions is reopening its warming shelter today and tomorrow. Registration is between 7 and 9 p.m., and the shelter will close the next morning at 7 a.m. 
The shelter will provide dinner, breakfast, and a to-go lunch sack. You can also take a shower, get some clothes, and toiletries. Pets are not allowed, and the shelter is operated on a first-come, first-served basis. This will all be happening at the Aldersgate location on Remount Road in North Charleston. If you need a ride there, just hop on a cart on the cart of Route 13 and request the shelter. The Charleston Public Library System is partnering with the State Department of Health and Human Services to host two Medicaid information sessions this month. At each session, you can meet with state officials and ask any questions that you may have about the Medicaid's annual review process. The first session is this afternoon at 1 p.m. at the Baxter Patrick James Island Library. The second is Thursday, January 25th at the Keith Summy North Charleston Library. That one also starts at 1 p.m. At the top of the show, I mentioned the first Roman emperor was named on this date in 27 BC. You should know this one. That emperor was Caesar Augustus. Celebrating birthdays today, country singer Jim Stafford is 80. Director John Carpenter of the Halloween films is 76. And actor, playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda is 44. Make it a great Tuesday. Thank you again for joining us for Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.